This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a Dub Lab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the Dub Lab Radio Archives. Live set from Andy Hughes, who's uh, out the uh, kind of main floor area of Dub Lab, playing several songs. And I've got Andy here in the studio. How you doing, man? All right, good, thanks. Cool. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming down and playing. It's fantastic. Nice, been a pressure. So you've been uh, you've been in the states here for uh, a couple of weeks now, uh, playing some shows and stuff. Yeah, just various clubs and places, and restaurants, bar mitzvahs, weddings. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Okay, taking requests, doing uh, old party themes, you know. Yeah, as long as it's what I've got. Yeah, some old <laughs> standards. Do you sing as well while you play? <laughs> I need a bow. Yeah, you need a microphone set up and a little tip jar or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So you've, you've been out here before, though, of course, several oh, yeah, times yeah. and played, so cool. So tell everybody, uh, you know, kind of how you got started. You've looking at a list of the uh, the music you've engineered, uh, produced, written. It's huge, very extensive. Um, when did you first start? It's been a long-term thing. When did you first start doing uh, studio work? About 15 years ago. Yeah, about 40, 15 years ago. Wow. And I had a little studio up in, uh, up in the centre of town, centre of London. Uh, basically just practiced all the public, which is the best way to learn, really. Yeah, yeah. Just go down the toilet with a manual and pretend they're the best. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. way so a lot of reading, studying, and... No, uh, not at all. Yeah. No? No, just practicing on people. Hands-on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just people used to come in and play money for you, just to come in with all their demos and stuff like that, and basically didn't have a clue how to use any of it, so the best way to learn is to, just to, to do it that way, really. Yeah. It's like being thrown in the deep end. I'm not very good with manuals. Yeah. Can't read for starts. Yeah. Well, now you got it. Now you got it. So it's uh, it's all, you know, downhill, slow. It's easy downhill going. from here. Yeah. 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 Not lot, not yeah. downhill. Downhill. All right, <laughs> downhill. All right man. What's the um, So how did you uh, hook up with the Orbs? I saw the uh, the first project you worked on was the Live '93. Was that the? No, that was well, no. I mean, we did some many remixes and stuff before that. Okay. Uh, I had a studio in in Fulham, in South London. Um, but Alex worked out before actually, and I, I just rebuilt it. And, and it was like a bit of a dream place, really, because it had everything everything I've always ever wanted in the studio. And uh, me and Chris, Chris Thrash got on really well. It was great. We just had a, we just we didn't leave there for weeks. You know, we didn't have a social life for years. It was great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we did a lot of stuff there. And uh, yeah, we did the Live '93, worked with some mixes there, and, you know, edited it all out and stuff. And, and, the next big thing we did there was a fast forward album, which was great, Robert Fripp, it was good fun. 
always been into uh, electronic sounds or yeah 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 because uh, I mean the little place that we had I, I had originally up in the Barbican was um, wasn't really geared up for doing acoustic stuff so most of the stuff we had there was like you know, it was like when all the 808 and all that sort of stuff were coming out Sampling and delays, delay units, sampling stuff and the delay units and triggering it off and yeah. things like that. So that was, that, yeah, basically, yeah. There's always a, a really heavy dub influence in the music. Uh, did that come through just by being around? I know in London there's a large you know, community where they listen to dub and reggae. Yeah. Um, that definitely comes through in your music. Uh, is that kind of a natural thing? How did that influence come in? Yeah, I mean, it is a, I guess it is a natural thing. It's just, you know, this is what you were listening to the night before or something. Alex comes and plays a lot of good stuff and yeah. you know, get off on that, which is great. What kind of things do you find yourself usually listening to? What type of music? You know, if you're if you're at home chilling out, you know, what type of records do you? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, 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 I've got a setup at home, so a lot of the time I just I just sit there and do my own thing, really. Um, I, I tend to find if I listen to a lot of other people's stuff, I end up getting sounding towards what I'm doing next like sounding yeah. like it which is like I, which is hard you end up fighting to not sound like it but I'd rather just do something that feels good rather than you know I'll go out and listen to stuff but sitting at home I'd, you know, I don't know it's, it's hard to say really I've never really thought about it yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll come back in half an hour I'll have a think about it yeah it's better, it's better you know keep it out of mind until yeah. until people like me interview you and ask you these questions and then he starts haunting you and you think oh, no, you, you start analysing your life and you start going it's like you start getting really freaked out <laughs> you go oh my god is that really what I do <laughs> it's a government experiment actually yeah no, it's a conspiracy a... again nice and you've uh, you've worked with Galliano as well yeah yeah done some work with Galliano yeah that was good Galliano yeah, yeah. that was great for me yeah, we used to set up in kitchens and stuff like that. And yeah. Do all of that stuff. And, uh, that was good. That was good. Nice. Yeah, it was just uh, a lot of people I knew. I mean, I knew all the, all the guys from the band. I mean, a lot of stuff I do is because I tend to get on with the people first. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then go and work with them, you know, go and work with them rather than you know going out and getting jobs sort of thing. Yes, yeah, it's important to like the people you work with. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, it makes it rather miserable. So. That's how it's Were you su- uh, surprised? With the, uh, the level of uh, popularity that the Orb reached um, when when that started happening, I mean, many consider the Orb to be the largest electronic group in the world, the most popular electronic group around. I mean, yeah. it's been around for, for a while. Well, I think it was because it was it was so good and there was nothing else around. I mean, you know, it's just a hard one to answer without making it sound either bulletin in the Orb. Or, you know, I think it was a really big thing. I think it was yeah. a brilliant thing for, for, for when it happened. And it was, you know, it was a really great, great thing of, of right time, right place. And, yeah. and it was just everybody was really into it. And it was, it was a, a natural thing. And I think things that are forced tend to not last as long as they all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it, was, it was great. That's cool. So what do you guys say? Now, do you focus like the music we heard today? Is that all solo work that you've done? Yeah, I mean, it was it was basically just someone to come out and, and you know, so I got quite a few friends over here who run clubs and they would just like would fancy coming out and doing some stuff. And I wanted to do something live and to bring equipment out over here obviously costs a lot of money and a lot yeah. of the stuff that I've got you can't get here. Yeah. So I couldn't carry a hell of a lot of stuff. So I had to try and write a set that you could, or something that you could do on the equipment I had. Yeah. So it's just the way it turned out, really. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out that way, rather than actually sitting down, you know, because, I mean, pe- people would just go out and play CDs and, 
and whatever, and, and, or just you know, put everything onto DAT or something, and just hit play, and you can get away with it that way. But yeah. I've got, you know, it is, it is live. I've got enough stuff there to to, to change it every time yeah. I play, and stuff, yeah. which is great. And that's the whole thing about when we do the live stuff for the Orpers. You know, we had enough flexibility to be able to to change it for every gig. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's I, I, that's why I enjoy doing it. Thanks God I had the chance to do it. Plus, after being in the studio for you know a year, you want to actually go outside yeah. and uh, see, well, see some people. Phil's with us. He's been, he's, he's been working with the band for years, and, uh, and he's, he's got himself a setup at home as well. And then he's had that for a couple of years, and he's really learned how to use it. And I've got a pretty similar setup. And we've been setting up in people's backyards out here and actually writing stuff outside and really, you know, spending days and just, just doing that. So we've been writing it and then going and doing clubs at night and actually playing yeah. it the morning of the night we've written it. And it was, yeah. Which is great. It was really good fun, though. See, that's the testing ground. Yeah, yeah right experimenting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good getting a reaction as well from it. It's just, that's why it was hard doing stuff in here because uh, everyone's just standing there looking yeah. at you and they're just going, what? What? It's What's like wrong, a, you know, an aquarium or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I felt like I was drowning a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody throws food though every once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, throw yeah. some more flakes that kind of float down from the surface. Yeah, I know a few flakes. <laughs> We've got about four or five here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, do you uh, any future future projects? Anything you're working on that you're really excited about? I got, I got. Well, there's, um, you know, I don't want to say too much there. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of interest in doing film work, so I've got cool. things nice. coming up. And um, so I've got quite a lot of friends here now, so there's a lot of bits and pieces happening with various people. And, yeah. And I'm just meeting up with people. You know, I've met a few good DJs and stuff out here, but you know, there's, a, there's a party on Saturday night, I don't know where it is, and there's a guy that, this guy Christopher, is a great DJ, and he's going to be playing over the top of what we're doing. And we're just going to try and, you know, really extend the set right out and, and yeah. have a really long set and have a good time with it. And I've, I've got a lot of stuff set up so I can just, just jam as well, which would be great fun. That would be nerve-wracking. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell am I doing it? If something goes wrong, you know, it's live. It doesn't matter, you know, you can... Uh, well, that's the, that's the excitement of it. No, yeah. it's done, it's cool, isn't it? Stop yeah. looking at what? <laughs> Nice, cool. Well, any anything you want the world to know, uh, you know, Andy Hughes, any uh, any words, any messages for oh, the world? Oh, none about messages. I'm not going to be doing anything else with you all. Yeah, So yeah, I'm finished with yeah, that now. Yeah, so moving on. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just the right time to do that. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on with that. We spent a lot of time waiting for the album to come out, so... Yeah. Is there the uh, the new album that is coming out? Is that something you worked on? Yeah, well, we finished about at the end of end of '98, but yeah, I, think, yeah, I think it's been changed a lot since then. Um, yeah. Because obviously, two years ago, it's two years ago. Yeah, things yeah, have yeah. changed, so, yeah. Whatever, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on with it. So. Yeah. Interesting to hear it actually. Cool. Any uh, any names or anything pseudonyms that you, you use uh, in production? That not yeah, because it was such a short short set thing. It was like it was. Uh, yeah. I think we got it together in about two weeks to come out. It was, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking about FU2. FU2. There you go. That's like a, a license plate, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. We're going to put it on the front end. Fluorescent letters. FU2. FU2. Or the Grin Reefer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. I definitely appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, keep us updated. I'm sure that sure uh, people will keep their eyes out, you know, for, for future music and uh, check yeah. it out. So we're going to try and get something going over here as a release. So. Gonna, once, we, once we've played it out live, we'll go back to London and we'll sit in the studio and mix it down and yeah. get something together and put it out. Nice, see nice. what happens. 
Tense waiting moments. Yeah. All right, so we'll definitely appreciate it, Andy. And, uh, you know, next time you're in town, we'll have you down again. We'll hear the uh, the next step, the evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens and sit and analyze it. Yeah. <laughs> more and more and more and more and more and more. Fantastic. This is Dub Live. You tuned in. We've had Andy Hughes here in the studio. And definitely uh, stay tuned. A lot more coming up the rest of the evening. Check it out. Dub Live. Conversation was produced by Dublab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Bain. For more programming, visit dublab.com. And thank you for listening.